Hello, I'm Sandra Patel-Stewart, CEO of Transition Partners, and today I am joined by my uh, Managing Director, Ellie Nettleton, to discuss the amazing, fantastic culture at ScotLogic, who are a consultancy, and with their Innovation Director, Graham Ott, and Marie McMillan, the Lead Test Engineer. And in this episode, a one-off episode, we will explore two different perspectives from a long-standing 10-year employee and another who was only onboarded three months ago. Hi everyone, welcome to Let's Talk Leadership. Um, This is the Culture Edit. So today we are super excited to be um, joined by two amazing consultants from Scott Logic. So we've got Graham Odds, who's the Innovation Director, who started with the business as a graduate. And then we've got Mary McMahon, who is the Lead Test Engineer, and she's only three months into joining the business. Scott Logic are a software solutions consultancy who currently have offices in Glasgow, Leeds, Newcastle, Edinburgh, London, Bristol and Copenhagen. They have over 300 consultants who collaborate with some of the world's biggest enterprises, providing a pragmatic approach to software development and delivering measurable values through insightful technology advice. So we are so excited to have you both with us today and find out more about the business and the culture, because I've heard some really fantastic things in the past. So, Mary, let's start with you. Uh, Three months in, what's your experience of the culture at Scott Logic been like, um, having only recently joined and worked for other businesses previously? Um, I'll be I'll be blatantly honest it is fantastic um (laughs) and and that's That's not just because it's yeah it's not just because it's a a new company or anything like that um for me I was quite nervous Uh, I got the same you know you know how it is when you join a new place and you get that imposter syndrome and you think oh you know what are they going to think of me and things like that um especially since my technical skills weren't as high as I think they should have been um everyone has been so welcoming and so friendly and um I don't know I I, I kind of had that anticipation of you know people are going to call me out and everyone's just been really helpful and really friendly instead um you know I've I've been quite upfront and said you know I I need to learn a bit more about this or a bit bit about that and instead of people being like oh why have they hired her everyone's been like oh here's some resources or how about you look at this or I can talk to you about this so uh, yeah fantastic is what I would say yeah. people have focused on the value you can add then which is really important particularly when joining a team over the past couple of years with it largely being remote it's important that you get that warm welcome so that's great to hear yeah fantastic so it'd be great to hear um on the other spectrum then Graham because obviously Graham you've been with Scott Logic for what 15 years now yep. wow um, <laughs> which is amazing um obviously you've progressed up through you started as a graduate you haven't worked um, anywhere else. You don't know anywhere else in terms of any other businesses, in terms of culture and people and leadership. So it'd be really interesting to understand a bit more about your journey um, and how you um, how you would describe um, the culture and how it's how you've seen it evolve over the years as well within Scott Logic. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, when I when I joined, the company was about fifteen people in in Newcastle. Um, and I joined out of university thinking, 
ooh, this is what the big world looks like. And to me, that was a big organization to be joining um, at the time we were working predominantly with uh, Lehman Brothers, you know, this big multinational investment bank. Yeah. So, so getting stuck in there was uh, genuinely quite exciting and a, and a whole different world. Um, I, I mean, watching Lehman Brothers then collapse and literally being logged into their system and seeing it all happen on the TV while you're allegedly working for them was also wow. quite an experience a few years <laughs> in. Um, but through that, I mean, the... The, the company grew and I guess I have to tell my own little story within that first mm-hmm. um you know I uh, I came in as a developer loved coding and everything else but over a number of years started to realize that my interest really lay in sort of what and why we were building it rather than how we were building it and, and mm-hmm. a lot of the developers around me really interested in how we built it mm-hmm. um and that sort of tipped over into discovering UX design and thinking, well, this is, this is an interesting thing. This, this improves the, what we produce for our clients. Um, so I, I sort of uh, waved my hand violently at our, uh, Gary Scott, our, our founder, and said, there's this thing called UX design, and I think we should be doing it because it makes everything we do better. Look at this work kind of stuff. Um, and and I'm, I'm massively truncating time here, but effectively said, cool, you go do that, Graham. You figure out how we do UX design build that up within Scott Logic, um, which I did. And then uh, since then, there's been sort of repeat versions of those kinds of stories of here's a thing we really need to do better. Um, and I think that really speaks to the culture within the, mm-hmm. the organization that you know, we are, we're, not, we're not done, we're not perfect. We make all sorts mm-hmm. of mistakes. We've got loads to learn, but we've got a, a desire to create a space where people with thoughts, ideas, creativity that you're listened to and yeah can, can, yeah. can they can live they can actually chase that and, and add value into this organization yeah, yeah. That's, that's fantastic awesome. brilliant and how have you seen that evolve over the years and um, because you do continue to you as a business you run graduate programs I think is it several times a year three you times a year three yeah times so a year. yeah so when I joined there were two of us that started and in September we're now I think this year over three cohorts is 50 across our offices wow. in this year um so you know fast fast numbers but it a lot of it is about uh we, we've sort of matured um in how we approach these things so i say back in my early days it was it was chatting in the pub or or around the desks or something like that and that's where some of the ideas and thoughts and things would float yeah. around mm-hmm. now we're trying to be much more um sort of explicit and mature in how we create the space for that so trying to say well this is what we're trying to achieve as a business please can you can you bring forward your ideas for for ways we might achieve those goals because we don't we don't know necessarily how we want to do that um and that's that's ultimately where we're at right now is trying to make it much more um explicit and in- inclusive for everyone because you've got 300 400 people now um it, it can't just be informal there has to be some some structure to how we approach these things but um sort of empowering structure rather than imposing structure fantastic brilliant um and how do you um i might move on to um marry actually now how um Obviously, you've worked at a number of other businesses previously. Um, what would you say the top three reasons are that you've joined um, Scott Logic, and in terms of like the difference in culture to businesses that you've worked for previously? I know it's only you've only been there three months, but I think that's you know you yeah. usually get a really good feel in that space of time, don't you? Yeah. Um, so I've I've 
previously worked for a consultancy and um i mean i I was approached by um a recruiter for this role Mm -hmm. and i heard it was a consultancy and straight away i was like "Mm, i I didn't have a great experience before because they they constantly wanted um you know it was more about bums on seats and when i started looking into scott logic one of their key things i some i think was something along the lines of it's it's not about posteriors on on chairs or something like that um and it, it really caught my attention I was like okay I can get on board with that and um it was the idea of being at the forefront of technology being able to to do what's best for a client um which I think is really important mm-hmm. um I've come from a, a company which was um quite not stuck but it it, it was quite restricted by by restrictions of um regulations and things like that you know it was Mm -hmm. using very old technology um so for me the idea of being able to get in somewhere and and use different things um use new new technology and and kind of experiment and explore and and learn uh Mm -hmm. really sold it for me um and I know that people here are in a similar situation to me so I mean I've got a, a small child um so like I said the idea of of consulting and and being taken away for a long period of time didn't appeal and then I read that that's not the case at all it's it's not about it's not about client needs over our needs I think Um, that's so important as well because I think that is there's so much opportunity within consultancy and so many parents worry about that piece so I guess you you kind of mentioned it a little bit then about that how how that's not the case but like what's what's the examples of how you've seen that since you've been with the business obviously it's still three months well, in but well we've got people everywhere um mm. as as you mentioned we've got offices everywhere and I'm working with people who are in um the Newcastle office and in I think in Edinburgh as well um and one of the clients that I'm going to be working with is based in London so mm. it it wouldn't make sense for us all to be traveling down to London and staying mm. in London all the time um and I think the pandemic has shown that it is absolutely possible to work remotely and work well remotely mm-hmm. um sometimes it's it's much more beneficial in fact uh and i think that's key you know i, I can i can work with all these people and yeah. still do a really good job and i know that everyone in scott logic is the same um the opportunity is there if we wanted to go go see clients or if we wanted to travel um but there's no expectation to constantly be away yeah and that's been the that's been the case here forever it was really interesting actually when uh, lockdown and the pandemic hit um we weren't heavily affected in our ways of working because we we've always been remote from our clients um it was new to be remote from each other to a greater degree but but not from the clients so a lot of the sort of the the mindset and the that that approach with our clients was all there I mean I um so I, I have two kids as well. And actually, uh, reflecting on this a while back, in my mm. 15 years here, I have once spent a weekend away for work. Wow. That's it. That's fantastic. Um, you know, it's it's been trips here and there for three, four days, maybe, but mm. but never any prolonged period. I mean, there are some people who, who want that and we yeah. can embrace that. And that's yeah. great. But it's never a, it's not a permanent thing. You know, it might be for a period of time you have no dependence and then that's lovely. Go, go and see the world. Mm. Um, but as your, your, your personal circumstances dictate, um, we can and should be uh, 
sensitive to that. But but now more clients than ever get it because of lockdown and pandemic. I think it's interesting, actually, and I think that's something as a business that it sounds like Scott Logic really do really do very well is managing up in terms of their clients, mm-hmm. which is obviously where a lot of consultancies struggle to retain great talent because they put the clients' needs well ahead of their yeah. their team's needs and mm-hmm. I think that's that seems like it's got logic to do a really good job of that and interesting I think what you said Mary about the um about one of their commitments is not to put like bums on seats and that kind of thing by by taking a stance on not taking contractors um I think it could like short term obviously from a from a revenue stream it's a missed opportunity but the idea is that it's not bums on seats recruitment and that it is stable long-term culture building stuff which is great so I guess that's one of their commitments but I'd love to know for me culture is built strongly on having great core values and communicating that well and living by those values as a team and a unit it'd be good to find out about like the core values at Scott Logic and and how you think they live up to that Graham is probably a better one for you I guess poor Mary's only been with the the business three months so uh, So, so she's just been through the induction and should know this stuff off my heart (laughs) No, they're off by heart. Um, but you presented it, so yeah, that's true. I mean, so, so I mean, we we our our official five core values are excellence, passion, collaboration, professionalism, and respect, um, and they manifest in lots of different ways. But um, we also uh, introduced something a handful of years ago called our People Promise, which is mm. a, a an attempt to do a more concrete version of of elements of those promises. So some of the things we've actually been talking about there around. Um, we promise it's uh, we um, we believe in quality over quantity or some I wrote these things that I still can't remember what the phrases are because they're a little bit longer but that's actually written down as part of our people promise so there's 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 six commitments in there Um, another one was touched on around uh, not prioritizing the well uh, client delivery over the well-being of our people right that there are commitments we make to our clients and to our people um yeah. and at times they're aligned at times there's tensions in there and it's mm. it's on us as an organization to balance those out against each other um the thing around location and where you work from is is codified in there as well so there's a there's a bunch of these kind of statements um and i'm slowly remembering them here the other one uh mary mentioned there around um sort of the tech we use so we specifically state that we won't make commercial um alliances that that uh, interfere with our integrity so we 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 create partnerships with other organizations but at no mm. point can they dictate the answers we give to our clients mm. so we we need to maintain that objectivity we all want to and need to go to our clients and say cool let's figure out what the right thing is for you in your circumstances rather yeah. than us coming with preformed answers it's um, really refreshing to hear um that point around um you know putting your clients needs uh, so your people's needs before your clients and I think that's mm-hmm. where I think we touched on it earlier is that um you know we 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 work with a number of consultancies and we have a number of um consultants within our network and I think the common objection and and with candidates can often be that that very thing it's like well I'm going to be living out of a suitcase and here there and everywhere and they're not going to be thinking about us as people and it's all on you know around the client so that's really refreshing and to him and I think really really important just to jump on that slightly Mm -hmm. though I have to always clarify we don't put our people before the clients either it's about Mm -hmm. balancing those two out they are two sets of commitments that we make and it is and and it's it's making sure that there is 
as far as possible alignment between those two yeah. and sometimes that is where it's it becomes quite individual you know some some clients they're pushing a little bit more to the in a particular direction than an individual is comfortable with so maybe we need to find a different individual within scott logic who actually is is fine with with whatever that is yeah. um, whether that's way of working or, or something um so yeah that's that that degree of sophistication is is scott logic's problem it shouldn't be the client's problem yeah. or the employee's yeah. problem it's really interesting and i guess going a little bit off piece but that must come really down to like the selling of the solutions and the services as well like the people in the sales team and the client facing aspect have to be so well aligned to the wider business to understand that um and i guess that's probably sometimes where the uh challenges um arise in other organization it's like overselling and then under delivering yeah. and that that breakdown in communication so that's awesome to hear that it sounds like uh you, you've done a really good job of that at scott logic mary three months in you've been going through that onboarding training process what what's it been like uh, really interesting um so my my actual client that i'm going to be working on doesn't start until next week okay um but the, I, I know the team that I'm going to be working with and they've been really good in organizing like um, little not, not like get to know you type sessions but also get to know the the industry sessions so mm-hmm. um, every day we were doing practices of of what um, like trading and things like that were so for financial services um kind of education and understanding certain terminology and, and what might arise okay. so that's been it's been a whirlwind it's been it's been so interesting though um you know again when you start a new place and and you've got lots to take on this has been quite a nice pace but yeah learned a lot because it was quite personalized and quite mm. um I was going to say face-to-face but I guess virtual to virtual um so that's so been it's like researched really and you've got prep time to get ready for then for, yeah. the, for the environment you're going to get put in because that, that that can be quite daunting can't it if it's yes. something to go out of your depth so that's, that's really interesting to it hear, sounds actually. like you've been kind of slowly transitioned but in the right way um yeah. in you know onto onboarding your first client which is which is fantastic and and again you know really interesting and great to hear um I think on that note, what would be really interesting um, and, and good to hear, I suppose from, from both of your um, viewpoints is around um, training and career development. Because um, I know that you have from speaking to um, some of the other stakeholders within the business that you do offer um, a really good, um, you know, you set aside a really good package and allowance for career development and training, um, which can be spent on, a number of mountain days and I'm, I'm sure obviously, obviously you guys will will um, explain that better but it'd be really interesting to hear more about that and how um your employees are developed from a personal development point of view Mary do you want to have a go based on, on what you've been exposed to as a starter yeah, absolutely yeah. so for me it was actually a huge shock like I said I came from like a really regulated industry and <laughs> I came here and they were like right you've got um an individual development budget so i think it's 500 pound it's a thousand but we introduced it this year so it's 500 prorated yeah um and then a a development day and i was like sorry what (laughs) like yep you've got this money tell us what you want to spend it on raise a request and, and put it through so so far i have signed up for um 
plural site to do some self-development on that I have signed mm-hmm. up for Code Academy so that I can up Fantastic. my technical skills right um and there is um because I'm in the the testing uh, world mm-hmm. um there's a ministry of testing subscription so mm-hmm. there's a bunch of us in the in the test community who are signing up for that and these are all things that I wouldn't necessarily want to spend my money on myself because mm. it it would kind of feel more like additional pressure mm-hmm. um but because it's through work and I know it's being supported by work and I know that it's all going to help my personal development and my career development um it's just it's fantastic it's you know it's not something that I would have expected mm. uh, especially since like I said, I've not been here all that long. So, yeah. and it, it was available to me from day one. It was. Have you ever had that elsewhere? Any other businesses that you've worked for? I've not had that sort of thing. No, I've had. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to do a training course if you want to attend. Um, and I've I've had to go through quite significant requests and business justifications right. for certain things. Yeah. Um, but I've I've not experienced it like this before. So fantastic, That's absolutely amazing. brilliant. It was a big seller for me as well. Good. So, I mean, that's that's the sort of self-directed support we provide because mm-hmm. everyone's an individual and knows what they need to learn or is interested in different things. Um, there are also some, I'll say, more more structured bits that we introduce as well. So we've got a, a range of sort of consultancy skills training sessions that happen across um, the board. So it's, it's sort of soft skill stuff, whether it's active listening or, or how you challenge colleagues clients things like that in, in an appropriately sensitive way things like that um and uh, at times when there are specific sort of skills or, or uh technologies that that we know groups of people require then we put that on as an organization um but at the we we often also use the sort of uh, the, the time between client projects to encourage people to go and invest in themselves learn yeah. new technologies whether that is for the the next client or or just to fill that gap um and that sort of that that um it's almost a culture of, of of learning exists at all levels in the business uh so that that individual development budget we talked about i use that too um our ceo very happily said to everyone in the company oh by the way i'm using mine to go and do this uh, diversity and inclusion course um and you know we we all uh want to be improving and growing mm-hmm. uh, some of that's also through um having sort of defined uh career paths and clarity around expectations and on the roles and stuff like that so that uh, it's it's not just down to who your line manager is and who you've spoken to and figuring a way through there mm. we're trying i mentioned before trying to be mature and kind of explicit on some of these measures well that applies to uh, all forms of professional development and personal development within the business there's a lot more we can and want to do um don't get me wrong, but but we we're making some good steps, I believe. Another thing that um, I, I didn't mention, which I think is key as well, is Scott Logic's got a really good culture of um, so things like blog posts and talks. Um, so there was, I think it's the the Digital Leaders in Innovation Week this week, and mm-hmm. there's been like a bunch of lightning talks. Um, and I was watching them yesterday, and even from that, I was like, oh, that's that's really interesting. I'm, I'm going to go away and have a look at that. Um, and that's something that I've I've seen as well through Scott Logic is there's always a there's always something people are presenting or um, blog posts and and there's a real 
encouragement within yeah. you know a strong learning culture yeah absolutely and uh you know if you want to go and learn about that and, and or if you want to share your knowledge about it we will mm-hmm. encourage that as well fantastic so culture to me it's um it's got to be everyone in the business has got to be involved everyone's got to be on board it's the vision it's the way that you go around that but it, quite often it can the tone can be set by a leadership so it'd be interesting to hear your thoughts on like the leadership style and the business and and how you found that well, it's probably best coming for you to start with again <laughs> um, i won't take any offense don't worry <laughs> I don't know so in, in, I, th- I think it's good it doesn't feel like it's a, a hierarchy in terms of it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like there's anyone you couldn't talk to or couldn't approach about anything you know it's n- it's never a case of they're too senior don't bother them um mm-hmm. so I had the 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 head of the Leeds office Sam he comes down um into the Leeds office and you know he'll be out on calls and exec calls and all sorts and yet at any point he'll just pop in and he'll be like how's things what are you doing all this kind of stuff and he's really generally interested um and from what I've heard that seems to be the same across all of leadership everyone everyone's interested it's not there's no us and them type Mm. division I mean there's certainly uh I know at the exact level we talk about being servant leaders you know we're genuinely here to to serve the organization and the people rather than to tell everyone how to do it uh yeah. and it's interesting because so we had a uh I guess in leadership terms we had a massive change um in January this year our uh founder managing director stepped back mm-hmm. to a chairman role and we introduced a a new CEO um who's uh not changed the leadership style if anything he's he's pushing us harder to to develop um that kind of mentality to it so for for any leadership nerds out there um we're really trying to sort of follow the the leader leader approach that's described by david marquette um in in his books around how how he ran a submarine um mm. fascinating book but it's you know really interesting to try and um to be more explicit in in how we set goals outcomes objectives and we create an environment where actually everyone like all these amazing minds we've got in the business most of which are far more capable than I am um how we can point Mm -hmm. them in the right kind of direction but empower them to to do rather than empower them to seek permission or empower them to to feel like they're just going to execute on the thing I've said because my ideas are rubbish so it's great to have other people coming in and saying well actually this is a you said you were trying to achieve this cool here's a great way we could do that Mm -hmm. awesome on you go Obviously, equality, diversion, inclusion have a significant impact on company culture. Um, it'd be great to see how the importance of um, ED&I is placed at Scott Logic. I mean, it, it's squarely in our business strategy, um, right yeah. up there with... Uh, so I report on it to the, um, uh, the executive um, in the same way we report on profitability and revenues and things like that it's right up there right. with those okay, measures. Great. Um, because it is it's really important for the quality of what we do right mm-hmm. different people different experiences different expertise different perspectives you mush them together and actually you you do better work um, yeah. individually we're we're much weaker than than differences coming mm. together um, I think we 
uh, we, we, we lack diversity that we want in the business. Um, I think we are nowhere near as we good as we could or should be. Um, but the, the desires there, and we're, we're re, again trying to foster uh, sort of a, an environment where everyone feels like they genuinely are safe to be them, whoever them is, um, and that they feel like they can belong there um, and, and add the value that they add. That's that's really really tricky, um, and we're trying to make sure that we don't fall in the trap of sort of tokenistic initiatives and yeah. all that kind of stuff. We we genuinely want to create a place where people feel like they belong. Um, I I am under no illusion that we've got it perfect. We've got all sorts of issues there, but but we're certainly trying, and we're trying right from the top and right from the bottom, and then meeting in the middle. Um, it's definitely and- a marathon, not sprint, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, just yeah. to say it's it's yeah. a continuous journey, isn't it? Um, but it sounds like you've got a robust program. It's it's places of high importance within the business, and and like you say, if you're reporting on it as well, it's the intention uh, is there. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I mean, it'd be interesting, Barry. I don't know within the teams you've been involved with, the groups you're involved with, how how you felt that yeah. manifests itself or not. I am by no means an expert expert in terms of diversity and inclusion, um, but I, I mean from what I can see it seems okay so far again I think, <laughs> um, again I think there are probably areas to improve upon but yeah. from what I've seen on online and things like that it all seems very be who you are there's there's mm-hmm. no you know it, it doesn't feel like anything's kind of off limits or Fantastic. anything like that great fantastic well um I think what would be really nice to um to close on and, and to hear from from both of you on this one um because again you'll both have different um experiences um is around and, and something that's quite dear to my heart is around kind of well well um employee well-being and you know health and well-being and how what does you know how have you both kind of felt over the years what does how, how does Scott Logic support employees well-being um and also it'd be good to hear what you do as a business together in teams from a social point of view as well which I guess could tie into that Mary do you want to go first yeah go go, go for whatever you've experienced so I found it it really positive um I, I I've not felt massively under pressure for anything so again like I mentioned I've got um a toddler so uh, mm-hmm. real flexibility around drop-offs and pickups and you know if there's any any reason that I need to be like you know I'm sorry I can't do that right now but I will pick it up later so there's there's quite a lot of um flexibility in terms of that from from speaking to people there seems real a real kind of positive trend towards you know helping people's mental health and keeping people you know it, it it's not all about work there's yeah, there's none of that yeah. pressure of you have Balance. to be online at this time at this time and mm-hmm. you have to produce this much output um there's nothing about that and i i my i know we mentioned about line managers um but my line manager i get along with so well we just have like a chat every tuesday um and it's just a kind of how's things what's new do you need anything i think that's really important yeah, fantastic. um and on the social aspect uh I joined and um within the first day of meeting 
Sam at the Leeds office. He went, okay, you can organise the Christmas party. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, been really good because obviously everyone's been remote and then they'll just drop a message on, on Teams or on Slack mm. and say, we're going to go in the office for, going to go out for a meal. Anyone who fancies it, come in. Um, so I've actually already got to meet quite a few people from the Leeds office, which is really nice. Right. I think that can be one thing. Again, with consulting, you don't always get to meet or get to know the people in your kind of area. Mm. Um, so that's been really nice. It's a bit of a community mm. there as well. That's really good. Yeah, cool. I mean, the, 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 we're getting very explicit in trying to support what we're terming communities of interest. But it's, so it's this, the stuff people enjoy doing that's that's not necessarily work. So we've got um there's like a, a craft and chat every I think it's every week on a Wednesday I've done oh, a couple God. of times it's super and different people are doing different bit whether it's you know knitting or crochet or, or oh, I've, I've joined and been doing stupid what's your craft potting art. <laughs> I, I do some arty stuff with my pen plotter and that keeps yeah, me entertained awesome. but so there's little bits online but also you know face to face just making sure that the the company gives the space and time and um, sort of opportunity for people to connect on stuff that's not whatever the day job is. Um, mm. So there's there's cycling groups, there's football, there's all sorts of things that go on. Um, and it you know it, it's it's not it's not formally through Scott Logic, but it, we also don't say that it's not Scott Logic. So providing space and sometimes financial support for those things. Um, so I think. I know in Edinburgh, my home office, we have a vast board game collection um, that the company mm-hmm. has bought to support a lot of us who enjoy doing that there. Uh, and <laughs> we're getting back into the office specifically just to do that. And it, it creates those opportunities to connect with other people, which I think is really critical to our own mental well-being mm-hmm. uh, as much as yeah. anything else. We, we need other people around us, frankly. Um, well, I do yeah. anyway, <laughs> to yeah, stay safe. Yeah, yeah. No, we do, definitely. I've just written that one down, actually. It's given me um, a good idea to get a lot of board games in here because we've got a nice common area and everyone kind of has their lunch there every now and then. And, um, yeah, I just thought, actually, get a few board games in. And... Absolutely, absolutely. Fantastic. I mean, like, and I should add... Have... for that. Yeah, I mean, we've, we've yeah, got... Yeah, you can. We're only across the road from you now. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what I mean, were you saying, Graham? So I was saying, there are, all, there are uh, I'll say, formal uh, support mechanisms and stuff we have in place as well around employee assistance programmes, and mm. we do awareness uh, sessions, and we have some drop-in periods for people to come and, and share that. But ultimately, I think, you know, it boils down to uh, trust, and and knowing yeah. different people and having conversation communicating with each other um and that catches so much if you know, it, it's it's about trying to to catch any well-being issue physical mental financial as it starts to drift rather than when it becomes a problem and you can only mm-hmm. do that through having these having a, a network around you uh, and you need lots of different networks and lots of different connections there so there's there's mm-hmm. so many different elements to it that we try and support 100 percent. that support is crucial for the success of individuals and the business itself and it sounds like the culture um that you're harvesting at scott logic is certainly moving in the right direction and there are any areas like you're saying you're not perfect no one is but any areas of uh, that that may need some support you're focused on driving improvements um throughout the business so that's awesome to hear marie it's so lovely to ha- ha- hear about how well you've settled into the 
business within three months. Obviously, Graham, a long tenure with the business already. So it's great to hear both examples of how the culture's filtered and the perceivance of that from both of you. So thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. And um, if anyone does want to get in touch about the um, culture at Scott Logic or wants to arrange a chat with any of the um, SLT to find out a little bit more, please do reach out to us um, via Transition Partners LinkedIn um, or connect with us on Twitter, online, get in touch um, and we can certainly arrange that for you. But thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today.